Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodhart O. Equeme. Once you're standing, uh, turn together with me to two scriptures, Acts 10.38. Also put a bookmark in Hebrews 13 verse 8. We'll end there. But let's begin our journey in Acts 10.38, the Amplified Classic. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power. How he went about doing good and in particular curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil for God was with him. Shout a big amen. Hebrews 13 verse 8, Amplified Classic. Let's go together, one, two, three, go. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is always the same. Yesterday, today, yes, and forever to the ages. Once again, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is always the same. Yesterday, today, yes, and forever to the ages. For assignment this morning, Jesus Christ the same. Our Father, under what God it is unto you, we gather again this beautiful day. The heavens are truly open over us. We are mindful of it. We can touch your presence so palpable, so tangible, so feelable. I beseech you again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay of your seven son that this hour I will come to your people with the thus said the Lord. Move every man, boy, girl under the sound of my voice in this room and across the nations from where we are to the place called destiny. Will thou us always to return the praise, the glory, the honor back unto you even in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We receive miracles, healing, signs and wonders for this service and the glory shall be given to you alone in Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. Whilst you're seated, declare to your neighbor, Jesus Christ, the same. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints of the living God, Hebrews 13, 8, is such a short verse, but very, very powerful verse. It's a reminder of the integrity and the character of the person of Jesus Christ. And by extension, the very person of God. Malachi 3.6, the Lord declared, I am the Lord God, I change not. Mm. And we see here in the New Testament, talking about Jesus, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus Christ essentially is the will of God in action. As you read the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you see multiple examples of Jesus busying himself, healing the sick, raising the dead, 
opening barren wounds, changing lives, changing the stories of men, moving men from the bottom to the top, moving men from zero to hero. He was in essential the manifestation of God the Father. He was the will of God in action. What we saw Jesus do, say, perform, was an expression of the Father God. The Bible tells us, as a matter of fact, in Hebrews 1.3, that Jesus Christ is the express image of the Father God. If there's anything called a rank Xerox, beyond a rank Xerox, he was the express image of the Father God. The NLT says, the sun radiates God's own glory. Ah, yeah, yeah. And expresses the very character of God and he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins and has sat down in the place of honor on the right hand of the majestic God in heaven, he was the express image of the Father God. He was the embodiment. He was the reflection of his Father God and our Father by extension. I've taught severally that Jesus Christ came to reflect two things amongst many other things for the sake of the teaching. Number one, he came to show us who the Father was. He came upon a time amongst the disciples and said, Hey, Master Philip said, show us the Father God. He said, Philip, have I been with you for so long and you're still asking for the Father? He who has seen me, Gadi has seen the Father. In other words, when I have shown up, look no further. This is the Father God. I've come to show him. Praise God. He's come to show him. He showed him in Matthew. He showed him in Mark. He showed him in Luke. He showed him in John. But guess what? In the day and age we live in now, on the fourth day of September, right here in this local assembly, Jesus is here to show the Father once again. Oh, come on, shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Number two, he also came to express to us what the ideal, perfect Son of God looks like. He was never defeated. He never lost a battle. My God, he was never under. In the middle of a storm, he was in the hinder part of the boat. He was sleeping, resting in the middle of trust. This is Jesus showing you and I what we look like as the sons of the Almighty God. It is said that the Son of God, Jesus, became the Son of Man that we, the sons of men, may become the sons of the Almighty God. He came to make us become one with Him. He did not come to push you down. He came to elevate you. He came to raise you. He came to push you forward. He came to show you what you look like in redemption. Hello, somebody? And if you never lost a battle, we ought not to lose a battle. Why? He's the expression of the perfect son. He's called the first begotten from the dead. If he's the first, there are others. And if you're born again, certainly you've been begotten from the dead. No longer carrying a desperate, you're alive, alert. Somebody said, I'm blood washed. I can't hear you, church. I am blood washed. I am blood bought. Child of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As a child of God, we ought not to live ordinary lives. Jesus, 
in describing what the new birth looks like in John 3 says, it's like a wind that bloweth where it listeth. What a mystery. It blows here, it blows there. You, you know the impact, but you can't explain the mystery. Listen. May God make you like that wind in the month of September going forward. Men will see your impact, but they can't explain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't tell how, where, what, or when, why. Because your life simply is shrouded in a mystery called Christos. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Somebody said, my life in Christ is a mystery. Your health can be understood as a mystery. Your finances in an alien economy like this can be interpreted. Why? It's a mystery. The peace in your home can be explained in an instant. Why? It's a mystery. The wind bloweth where it listed. Yet, men can't tell where it's coming from. How is the why? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Hallelujah. One of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel. Is a reminder that his coming to the earth was an indication that God had come to tabernacle in the midst of men. God with us. On the boat, the boat could not sink in the middle of the storm. Why? God was in the boat with the disciples. On a crusade ground, 5,000 men, not counting wives and children, who probably numbered up to 20,000, they were hungry, yet because God was with them, they were fed. Why? Emmanuel. Tell them that God is with me. You sound like you don't believe God is with you. <laughs> you see, who is with you determines what follows you. You know, in our country, with some level of arrogance, do you know who I am? No, who you are is not as important as who is with you. And the point is, I'm not alone. Guess what? God is with me. On the job, he's with you. At home, he's with you. In the business, he's with you. Somebody shout, Emmanuel. Hallelujah. The beauty is, he's committed not just to be with you. Jesus said, except I go away. I won't send the covenant. But he said it's more beneficial, more advantageous, it's more profitable. That I, Jesus, will go away. That I will ask my father to send you who? The Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost shall come, he will not only be with you. He will only reside with you in your abode. Guess what? He will be in you. Somebody said, God is in me. You are covered in. First John 4 verse 4. Greater. <laughs> greater than cancer. Greater than HIV. Greater than COVID-19. Greater than malaria. Greater than high blood pressure. Greater than heart disease. Greater is he that is in you than every devil in the world. Somebody shout the greatest one. I can't hear you. The greatest one. Is in me. Shout a big amen. I see your faith rising. I see your faith rising. Water level from your ankle to your knees to your lungs. Your faith is rising. The faith that is requisite for the miraculous is rising. Listen. Faith must reach out to take what grace has made available. I've got good news for you today. The healer is in the house this morning. He's here with his healing anointing. But somebody, by faith, you must reach out and touch. 
just like the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. She went to the best of doctors, Mayo Clinic, went to London Hill uh, uh, Clinic, nothing happened, still remained sick, spent all her money, became broke, but she came to her senses. Hey, wait a minute, I heard there is somebody called Jesus who has been walking the streets of Jerusalem. I heard he is the healer. She said to herself, with the last with the last strength I've got left, I'm going to press. No matter what it costs me, I'm going to go through all kinds of shame. This wife, she was leaking blood. I did it. She ought not to be in the public space or place, but she defied or pack up. Every legality said, no, I am going because I know this is my last chance. For somebody under the sound of my voice, you've come to your last chance. And your last chance is Jesus. If you're making your last chance, guess what? Your story is going to change. And she crawled. One of the crowd of disciples, she said, if only I may touch the hem of his garment. And the Bible says, the very moment she touched just the hem, the Bible says, her blood dried up instantly. Katie said, her blood touched. In the name of Jesus Christ, if only you reach out your hand of faith, to reach what grace has made available, whatever was leaking or oh, ba ba comes to an instant stop right now. In the name of somebody, shout in. If only I may touch, and she did touch, and she got a healing. Somebody is touching now. She will not go out with the burden you came with. Oh, your amen sounds questionable. You're not going away with that headache. That back pain is going right now. That kidney disease is going right now. That liver disease is going right now. That heart condition is going right now. That gastric condition is going right now. That mind brain condition is going right now. Memory acting fuzzy woozy is going right now. What? You have the mind of Christ. The memory of the just is blessed. Somebody shout, I want it right now. Right now. Emmanuel, God is with us. Jesus said, I send you another comforter like myself who will not only be with you, but will be in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible declares in John 10, 10. By the way, the purpose statement of Jesus is captured Amongst many other scriptures, in two scriptures I want to share with you today. John 10, 10 and 1 John 3, verse 8. Purple statement. The thief cometh not, this KJV now, but for to steal, and to kill and to destroy. I am come. Oh yeah, he's come. He's come. I said he has come. I am come. That they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Abundant life. Look at what the NLT says. The New Living Translation says this. The thief's purpose. Is that your purpose statement? The thief's purpose is to steal, number one, and to kill, and to destroy. In the words of Jesus... My purpose, singular, but captures everything you require in life. 
My purpose is to give them, hear this, a rich and a satisfying life. Who said that? Jesus. Not your pastor. Not your husband. Not your wife. Not your father. Not your mother. He came to give you a rich and a satisfying life. It's a life of the overflow. The life of the pressed down, shaken together, running over. The life of living in the overflow. A rich and a satisfying life. Saints, let there be an upgrade of your vision regarding who Jesus is. He came to give you this. Not to live along beggarly avenue. Not to live along the avenue of you're not sick, you're not well, you can't tell what you are. No, sir. He came to give you a rich and a what? Satisfying life. If only your faith will rise this morning, you can take that reality for a rich and a satisfying life. And it's all around for your spirit, man, for your soul, for your mind, your emotion, your body. Life in abundance. That word abundance speaks volumes. That word life speaks volumes. It captures eternal life. It captures not just eternal life by way of longevity, but by way of quality. Eternal life is not only prolonged life, but it's qualitative life of the God kind of life. The Zoe, the God quality of life. That's the life he gave you and me. Don't let the enemy shortchange you. Why? Jesus Christ, the same. <laughs> when? Yesterday. When? Today. When? Tomorrow. He healed yesterday. Guess what? He's healing when? Today. He will heal tomorrow. He raised the dead when? Yesterday. What happens today? He's raising the dead. What about tomorrow? He will raise the dead. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. The same. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise. Not just the same yesterday, but today. 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 Say today. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation. Today, today, today. Give us this day our day. Don't postpone your miracle till tomorrow. Somebody shout today. My God. Today, now, cataract will leave you today. Somebody shout today. That lump on your breast today is fried up by the power of the anointing. Somebody shout today. That kidney disease is letting you go. Somebody shout today. Jesus is saying yesterday, today, and forevermore. Can you clap your hands, all you saints? Celebrate Messiah. Celebrate the great physician. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. He's in the house to raise, to heal, to save, to deliver. Somebody shout. Today, today, <laughs> right now, right now, saints, Jesus died to give us the full package of redemption. Oh, help me, Lord Jesus, to come and get this truth. The full package of redemption. It includes the new birth experience. You're born again. You've been cleansed from the weight of guilt and condemnation. You haven't bound. 
You can stand before God without a sense of guilt. But in addition to your spirit being saved, he also paid the price for the well-being of your soul, your mind, your psyche, wholeness, mental health, mental soundness. So you have the mind of Christ. Yes, yes. There are those who are well in spirit, but they're sick in mind. They're depressed. Fear is harassing them. Satan slapped their mind with all kinds of mental attack. That's not wholeness. No. He desires your well-being spiritually, your whole being in your soul realm. But guess what? Your whole being in your physical body. Hello, somebody. Your well-being, spirit, soul, body is what Jesus paid for all of us. This morning, somebody is taking the full package. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why you, your amen is hard to shout, but somebody is taking the full package. Amen means so be it. You don't pay to say amen. You only affirm what you believe. Somebody under the sound of my voice in this room across the nation, you are taking the full package. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians six nineteen on twenty. I beg your pardon. For you are bought uh-uh, with a price, not discounted, not buy to get to free. That's discount. You are bought with a price. Oh boy. Oh boy. Somebody got that. He says, Therefore, therefore, and there is there for a reason. Therefore, Therefore, is there for a reason. You hear me? Nah. Because you are bought with the full price. Therefore, we are now to glorify God. Where? In your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Number one, when you are bought, your body, your spirit now belongs to God. Not just that. The way you glorify God with your body, listen carefully. There were times you read in the scriptures that, that when Jesus Christ healed, or God healed, listen, that, 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 that they glorified God. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Believe it or not, sickness does not glorify God. Listen, let me help you out. Sickness in the body of a child of God is Satan speaking to God. Did you hear me? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's an accusation. He's talking to God. You redeem this one, but I'm here tormenting, harassing, infuriating this one. So, sickness in the body cannot, does not glorify God. Why? He paid for the price of your healing and health. So therefore, what will glorify God is for you and I to rise up in the place of understanding. Okay, now, and revelation, sir, David, and go to God and take what he has made available to us. Now, that glorifies God. Listen, it does not glorify me and my wife as parents for us to give our children school fees, money to buy clothes, and then three months down the road, they bought clothes and they look rugged and haggard and tattered. And then we're going to say, what happened, son? They say, oh, daddy, I didn't know I could spend the money. It will anger me. I, I worked hard, earned some income, gave my son to buy clothes, pay for school fees, and he refused to use what I gave him 
for some flimby excuse, it, but when he uses the money for what it's meant for, he looks and says, hey boy, you're looking good. Yeah, my what? What? Your father has paid the full price and he is not happy when we don't take advantage of all the blood of Jesus Christ afforded for us, which includes good health. Third and two, I would that you prosper and be in health. This is desire. Even as your soul prospers. Hi. The Lord's desire is for you and I to glorify Him where? In our body and in our spirits. Shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Please, if you have ever heard any teaching that God was testing you with sickness or disease, um, go back to the drawing board of the scriptures. A man can only give what a man has. The Bible declares in James 1 that God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither does he tempt any with evil. So God has no sickness to give you. He has it, doesn't have it. So he can't use it to give you. And he can't use what he doesn't have to train you. Oh, I know you may learn something from going through difficult times, but listen, it's not from God. It is true what to give God thanks in all situations. But the truth be told is that it's not every circumstance that came from God. It's your thanking him that brings you out. But don't say, God brought this to me. You know what? That faulty thinking has kept many believers um, their faith paralyzed. Because they have been lied to that this sickness is to make me humble. To teach me whatever it is. Oh no. If I may say over and over that God does not need the employ of Satan, his enemy, to train his child. Did you hear me? Oh yeah. He is well able and capable to train his children. The Bible declares, Proverbs 26, train a child in the way he ought to go. When he grows old, he will not depart from it. So God can train you. If his parents train your children, he can train us, his own children. And he trains you, listen carefully, as a good shepherd, primarily by two things, the word and the spirit. Those are the instrument of training, the word and the spirit. So please, don't, don't give room to that mind that, ah, man of God, I'm just going through. Is a, is a, a, I'm learning. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. If you're sincere to yourself, students learn better in class when they're well. Have you written an exam before when you were sick? I'm sure you struggle if you pass as a miracle. You learn better when you are what? Well. So it can be through sickness. He's teaching you something. No, no, no. Listen, he doesn't have it to give. Listen to me. Sickness is a product, listen carefully, listen carefully, of the father Satan and the mother sin. Do you hear me? I said again. Sickness, poverty, the curse of the law, the curse, the curse of sickness, curse of death, curse of poverty, three of them, yeah, they are products of the combination of sin, Satan, sin, and man cooperating with Satan. In the garden of Eden, there was nothing called sickness until man fell. So it can't be God that gave it. Hello, somebody? That, that truth needs to rest in somebody's mind. And wait a minute. I've been around this mountain for too long. You see, he said, he said, weeping endures for the night. 
even weeping is allowed to endure for a night. I don't know whose night that seemed to have prolonged. I came as a messenger. I came as a midwife of God to tell you that your night season is about to be terminated. Oh boy, oh boy. Why? At the instance of joy, joy comes in the morning. Your rejoicing this morning will terminate your night, terminate your sickness, terminate your delay, terminate the denial of the enemy. Somebody said, I am joyful. Joy comes in the morning. If you can share joy in the middle of your test, your test will turn to a testimony. But you murmur, you complain, you prolong the test. Somebody shout, I am joyful. In season. Oh, come on, in season and out of season. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Our text reads thus in Acts 10.38. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth yeah, with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power. How he went about, I love that, doing good. He went about doing good. You know, you know when I read this, I just think of somebody who's just looking for where to, just, just to do good. Went about, who wants good, who wants good, who wants good. Can you imagine Jesus walking through the rows of Roger this morning from row one, row two? Who wants good? He has too much. Shaka Baba! He has too much good to dispense. Oh, help me, Lord. You know, Elizabeth, mother, by nature of what she's been through, has her breast what? Full. Your God is called the El Shaddai God. He's the multi-breasted God. You know, something that will frustrate a nursing mother. Women, you, you be any witness. I'm saying, I haven't been there, but I have a wife for 25 years. Uh, so, so, you know, she will be frustrated to have her breast full. And the little boy will not suck. She comes a point in time where she's so heavy because this boy won't suck. She literally has to go somewhere to get some comfort and express the milk. Why? I have too much to go give. Listen. How? Anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost with power. He went about looking for who to dispense good. He's here looking for somebody who says, Here I am, give me good, give me him. He's looking for who in this place. Somebody said, Here I am, here I am, ready for my healing, ready for my miracle in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Glory to Jesus. He says this, in particular, <laughs> curing all who were harassed. Who's doing the harassment? Oh, come on now. Who? The devil. The devil is a harasser. Oh, yes. Who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil for God was with him. For God was with him. In the brevity of the moment we have, I just want us to do a five, seven minute Bible study to look at a few scriptures in the Gospels, Synoptic, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just to see, just to see, just to see what? We're trying to track the things that Jesus did, just a few of them, in the area of healing, restoration. And we agree from our text that Jesus Christ is the same when yesterday 
And as we see what he did, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, let somebody's faith rise. That is still the same today. Oh my God. If Sarah at 90 could carry her own baby, has God gotten weaker over the passage of time? No, sir. Jesus, guess what? They say today and forever. If Lazarus, four days in the mortuary, rigor mortis set in the body, began to disintegrate, and Jesus, at one instance, Lazarus, come forth, and then the stones were rolled away. Boom, 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 boom. Has he got a weekend? No, sir, no, man. Jesus, the same yesterday, today. And for, if Zechariah the priest had been believing God for a child, an old man, Elizabeth, an old woman, but somehow or the other, a word came when he was seven in his order of priesthood in Luke. And then he became a father of John the Baptist at old age. Elizabeth, old age. Hey, 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 Jesus. <laughs> the same, my God, yesterday, today, and forevermore. If Jesus can take a lunch boy of a young lad, 12 years maybe, 15 maybe, five loaves, two fish and can, my God, look up to heaven, bless it, break it, and give it, and it began to multiply supernaturally. Hey, 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 Jesus, guess what? Today, yesterday, and forevermore, want to track, he's still the healer. If he can cleanse the leper of leprosy, Jesus, today, yesterday, and for, if the woman 12 years, licking life, licking strength, licking her health, can be healed by the touch of the Messiah. Jesus, yesterday, today, and forevermore. Somebody said, Jesus, I receive your power today, right now. Clap your hands. Come on, celebrate him. Thank you, Jesus. Receive an anointing. Clap your hands. Yokes are being destroyed. Burdens are being lifted. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Give the Lord a praise. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 16, 17 to 19. Now, let me calm down. Five-minute Bible study to get some word into our hearts. Let's be together. And let your mind be, okay, that happened then. It can happen now. What happened in the future? Luke 16, 17, 19. And he came down with them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. And stood in the plain. And the company of his disciples. And a great multitude of people. Out of all Judea and Jerusalem. And from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon. Sounds very Nigerian. You go tire, you go sit down. Mm -hmm. Which came to hear him. The key for the healing is to hear the word. <laughs> came to hear him. And to be healed of the diseases. Hallelujah. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits. And they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue out of him. And heal them some. I want to check whether they're reading a Bible. Heal them few. Heal them all. Wow. So we see in the ministry of Jesus when yesterday all were healed. Amen. 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 And if in his ministry yesterday all were healed, 
guess what? In his ministry today, guess what? All can be healed. Huh? The same Jesus. Wow. The same healer. The same great physician. Let's go again. Look at Matthew 8, 16 to 17. About four or five scriptures and we pray. When the even was come, they brought unto him many, wow, that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirit with his word. And healed few of them, or healed many of them. Most erotic were healed that day. Oh no, oh no, oh no, sir, ma, it's Bible. Healed all that were sick. My goodness. You are part of the all. I am part of the all. Praise God, somebody. Praise God. Somebody. Let your faith rise. Don't exempt yourself. You've heard testimonies. Your neck to testify. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The testimonies remind you that God is in our neighborhood. That this brand of miracles it still exists. It's a showing forth. You can receive your own. What is said to one is said to another. What is said to one, all is said to. Praise God. Says this, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet uh, saying himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses oh boy Matthew 9 35 let's see a few more scriptures there's several Matthew 9 35 write down look at them later on and Jesus went about all the cities this time the cities and villages, all, all of them. Teaching, so teaching is key to healing. Teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and the healing. Follow that. Every, every sickness, every disease among the people, all manners of sickness, all manners of disease. Hallelujah. We're healed by Dr. Jesus. Ay, ay, ay. His ministry was capable. His ministry is capable. Ay, ay. His ministry will ever be capable of healing all disease and all sickness. Somebody shout a big amen. Hallelujah. Look at Matthew 15, 30 to 31. We're about to pray. Ayasakatabalahans. And great multitudes, again multitudes, came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others. That is, etc., etc. You can add your own to this morning. Uh, headache, frontal migraine, back pain, leg pain. Whatever it is. It says, and many others. Ay, ay, ay. And cast them down at Jesus' feet. And he healed them. Ay, ay. Inasmuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to be whole, the lame to walk, and the blind to see. Hear what I'm saying now. And they what? Yeah, your heart. They glorified the God of Israel. So, what brought glory to God? Sickness or healing? 
So it's not glory to be sick as a child of God. I mean, I'm not saying you can't go through it. That's not what I'm making. But I'm saying we bring God glory when we draw from what He has made available to us. Praise the Lord, somebody. No matter what phase you are in the journey this morning, you can be part of the all that He came to heal. He healed by two primary ways. Listen carefully. Number one, by touch. People touching him. Him touching people. When he went to the house of Simon Peter, the mother-in-law was sick. He touched her. And she rose up from sickness. She made a bed and she prepared a meal. She touched. The woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment. So there's a contact. By the law of contact and transmission, people received the healing anointing. were healed. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? There's another way he healed. He healed through the spoken words. Oh my God. My God. My God. Ah, the centurion of Matthew, he says, hey, you don't have to come to my house. I'm one like you, like a leader. I sell, I tell my servant, go and they go, come and they come. You can say to sickness, go. He goes, says, you just speak the word only. Matthew 8, 8. He said, I've not seen this kind of faith in Israel that you believe I can send my word. The word can be sent. Psalm 1720, without a touch, and God sent his word. His word. His word has healing properties. His word carries his spirit. John 63. The words I speak to their word. Spirit and the life. His word carries life. away. Hello somebody. His word carries power. His word carries the quickening. <laughs> so when his word is said and received. Guess what? It comes into you. Just like your doctor will give you. Chloroquine or whatever it is, you ingest it or you take it in, it goes into your intestine, it digests. But this this one now, the way God heals is spirit to spirit. Katoba. His word, current spirit, comes into your spirit, begins to work in your soul, in your mind, in your body, and ultimately your body will receive strength. Psalm 10720, he sent his word. Guess what? His word healed them and delivered them. Rise up on your feet. On your feet. Can you thank the Lord for his healing anointing this morning? Go ahead and bless him. Jesus is not only the physician, he's a great physician. The healer that heals all diseases. Can you thank him for the great price he paid for us, Pekal's price, hung on the cross, spread wide for you and for me and the many people that will be unborn in this earth. Can you thank him? Oh, come on church. Bless him for redemption, benefits and blessings. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody blessing him. Oh yes. The word is set. Embrace that word. I'm going to pray a simple prayer of faith. I pray your heart is enlarged to receive that. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Just thank him. Go ahead. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. He's a healer. The healer is in the house. Wow. Yeah. Beloved, the greatest miracle is a miracle of salvation. Beyond blind eyes, even the dead coming back to life. The lame walking, limbs going out, the deaf ears popping open. The greatest miracle is the miracle of the new birth, to know him, to be saved. This morning, that miracle is available for all. And I want to leave you in prayer for just one or two minutes. Perhaps you're in this hall, or across the nation, not born again, unsure of your eternal well-being and salvation. Let's pray together as we invite Jesus, as we say yes again. Spirit, soul, body, and mind. I want 
everybody to pray this prayer. Shall we pray sincerely? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart as I invite you, Jesus, to be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all of my sins. With my heart, I believe unto righteousness. With my mouth, I confess unto salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I am blood washed. I am blood bought. Child of the living God. I give you the praise and the glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.